Welcome back, guys, to BGPOV. How's everybody doing? I know we've been on a hiatus for a while. Um, things happen. Life happens. We're busy. We have jobs. And don't judge us. We're and we're up. human. <laughs> and we have sickness, which is why the last episode was missed because I had strep. She had the flu slash strep. I did not have the flu. <laughs> she did. That strep. You did. <laughs> but child, I was. Father, help her. Help me. But um, we are back, um, and we have comprised some questions for everyone to kind of get to know us um, just a little bit about our little, our, our lifestyle, our sex style, our No, we not. <laughs> no, we not. <laughs> Who we are as people. Oh, we want to let y'all take a trip into our lives. And what we're all about. You know, what makes us tick. Mm. Hot boom. But um, we should jump right on in this. Um, Dove Cat, how's it been going? Man, it's been going. It's been going. Okay. It's been rough. Um, I've been sick. Been working like a maniac. Trying to be a wife. Trying to be a mom. Um, what else? I had a birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> 33, I can't believe. I thought when I was younger that 33 was old, but I feel like I'm just getting started. Yeah, I bet you okay. You like, no, I felt I really felt like 33 was gonna be old. Mm-hmm. But like and I feel like I don't feel old. Like I'm still dipping it and doing it. You better dip it and do it. Doing it and okay. doing it. Wow. So I mean, but it is what it is. What about you, Bina Cole? Um same, trying to meet some goals, mm-hmm. stay active. Mm-hmm. Other than that, trying to find a good sleep pattern, um, <laughs> thinking that I'm it's probably time for me to go buy a new mattress. How old is it? I don't know. It's replacing over eight. eight. Yeah, yeah replacing eight. eight. But yeah, is it over eight? Because I feel like I don't know if it's just like my body is breaking down, or I'm really just not getting good sleep. You have to have like a really good sleep routine. Like, what about a pillow? Well, what you mean? I have tons of pillows. Well, for me, like, I have to, like, I have a, I guess, like, a ritual. Like, I have to take a bath. Like, it can't, like, I can't just go in the bed and not be washed. Girl, if I'm super tired. Oh, yeah, I can't either. I I have to go, like, take a nice hot shower, bath. Then I have to do, like, a little bit of, like, calming down. Like, no screen time as far as, like, my phone. Like oh, yeah, it's you like really got a routine. Yeah, it's serious because if I don't go through my routine, like I tried going to bed one time and not washing, like I was up all night and then I had to end up getting in the getting up out of the bed, taking a shower, then that like finally relaxed and calmed my body so I could go to sleep. I think one thing is that now I'm older, I'm a germaphobe. So it's like I can't get in my bed when I done went through my day. Uh-huh. It's like I feel itchy or I feel like I can't get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I just need to, I need to take a shower. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's something about that. Like I started thinking about my day. Like I've been through my whole day and I'm going to go lay in my bed. Like, no. That keeps you up too. Like I'm going to take a shower. Yeah. Like, I like can't. you got to just clear your thoughts too. And like maybe write stuff down. You think of it. Cause that's a big, that was a big thing for me too. Like having a lot on my mind. I don't know about any of that. Cause I'll go to sleep regardless. Sad, happy, angry. <laughs> you say you it don't matter. I'm gonna get some sleep. I might you know what, argument I, with my husband before I sleep. Before I asked Coco B, how was hers? That is true. Because I remember when I went through my breakup, I lost a lot of 
sleep because you staying up and being all sad and shit. But you know what? Now, I don't care what happened in Nothing. my day. One thing is for sure. I'm going to sleep. Basically, people be like, <laughs> like you will not keep me up. This girl at my job lost her dad, right? And she has been having issues with sleeping and stuff, you know, and she's been having a lot of issues since then. I was like, I don't know what that life is like. I told her, I was like, I have an argument with my husband. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to good terms with my husband. I'm going to sleep. I fight with my parents. I'm going to sleep. If one of, um, if I get into an argument with my parents, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. If somebody dies that I'm close to, I'm going to sleep. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. It don't matter. Caleb is sick. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it it don't it don't matter. Kayla's going to get her sleep. Now I might like toss and turn a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna get my sleep. Get it. Ain't no matter thoughts. I'll be thinking about something till I fall asleep. And then I I don't know what I think about, what I dream about. But when I wake up, it'll still be there. <laughs> but for them eight hours, I'm out. Okay. Coco B, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm busy. Busy and booked. Um, girl, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired, girl. I think we all tired. I just barely, I look, y'all know I barely, barely made it this morning. Late. It said, hey, a bitch is tired. It's that, se- it's that season just to be busy. Is it though? It is. I don't know. To be busy. Because I feel like I don't. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. You're right. I don't know either because I don't, I don't, just don't, I mean, between work and like my life is busy anyway. I don't need a season. No. I think so too. Like mine, just being like always doing something, but I think that's how I work best. You know, like me just sitting around, like I always have to be doing something. It's just, I'm not a sit around person. Mm, maybe that's you my know? problem. I'll be trying to find I don't have to do nothing. I guess, you know, I can probably do it, but I don't have to be doing nothing. Really, I could just lay down on the couch. I don't have to look at TV. I might be on my phone or read a book. Well, that's like, for me, that is, I do that when my kids aren't there. Like, that is my time. Like, if I'm at home by myself, like, that's what I, you can see me do. I be on the couch, don't know TV be on. Mm. I just be chilling. Like, I just need that silence sometimes. Or I'll have a book or even just, like, scrolling through social media. Like, I'm just... Like in my zone, and then they come home and they're like, "Why you don't have the TV on? Why you not doing it?" I'm like, "This is my time, girl. Them kids. This is my time. Kids, egg. So to jump it's into our, our our questions <laughs> for the week, is it for the week or for our lives? Yeah, for our, our lives. lives. So we're gonna. I mean, we really stepping away from our little format because it's been so long. Might as well get to know us. Been so long. He's been on. I thought it was gone. Whatever. <laughs> First of all, don't, don't nobody ask me. you to break out in song. <laughs> That's number one. Number one. Okay, off the bat. Number one on the question list. Ooh, good segue. <laughs> what is your favorite childhood memory, and what is your worst childhood memory? Mm. Yikes. I don't know. Who gonna go first? You anybody got an answer right now? Like I'm trying to think. Um, favorite childhood memory. I don't know. My childhood wasn't. It wasn't like my childhood wasn't bad. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't been to therapy or anything to explore that time of my life. I don't think <laughs> it wasn't particularly bad. Um, dang. What you think? 
My favorite childhood memory is probably holidays at my grandma's house. Oh. I miss her. Oh, miss oh. Holmes. There. There. Oh. I, I know. Okay. I have one. This is probably kind of superficial because like I really didn't have like a bad childhood. Once again, I don't think. I'll never forget this. And it, it scarred me for life. Mm. So much so that I remember it years later. So, oh God, <laughs> my cousin had a cat, a kitten, right? Wait, is this a favor or worse? It's worse. It's like a bad memory. I'm about to say it's because it's scarred me. It's scarred me for life. It's scarred me for life. But this is a worse thing. It's a, it's, it's it's scarred me for life. So and y'all are probably gonna laugh at me, but it is what it is. So my cousin had a kitten, mm-hmm. a little orange kitten named Oscar, right? And for some reason, Oscar was like an outside cat. He wasn't really on the inside that much. He was a kitten. He had claws and all. Yeah, he a kitten. He should have been on the inside. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, he used to love to be on my mama's car wheel all the time, right? Mama. <laughs> and so, she's and she would always be like, you know, beat the horn, all that good stuff to get on the move, right? And I'll never forget this because my cousin told her to wait because she couldn't find Oscar. Oh, my God. And my mama backed up over the kitchen. <laughs> kitten dying it's not like it was a like it felt like it was like uh like a cat like a grown cat but it was just so sad because it was a kitten and he was covered in blood and twitching oh and stuff my oh my god it, it was, was horrible it was there was no way it was horrible and the neighbor just came and put a newspaper over him <laughs> like that thing that thing messed me up so bad y'all don't understand like that's probably like one of the rare times where i could not sleep because all i could think about was that dead cat like Y'all, that cat was dying. What your mama say? Oh, my mama is hard, is cold blooded. <laughs> she was say? like, I am so sorry, Taisha, but he shouldn't have been underneath my car wheel. <laughs> 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 I was like, this is horrible. And she like, and she she not totally hard, like heartless. She did try to get like find another cat or whatever to replace it. But y'all, that, that damn cat funny. was under that damn Nissan Sentra <laughs> wheel, child, and I just that hurt me. That messed me up for a life. I don't even like cats to this day. I really don't. But I would never ever want to witness a cat dying again. Dying like that. <laughs> they can't put newspaper. It just came and never came put newspaper on him. It was like it just dragged. Like it was a crime. Like this shit, he just dragged the newspaper, yo, and they they scooped him up. And then you know we would come back to the house and the blood stains still be on the driveway. It's just they didn't scrub the girl. Not in my grandma's house. They just. Girl, you probably can go there and it's probably still there. I just, <laughs> this was years ago. This was like, I was probably like maybe at the oldest, like eight. That, that y'all, that messed me up for real. I could never, I can't watch things dying to this day. Mm. Like, if it's already dead, okay. But watching it, like, child, that probably would do something to me. That was funny to me. Damn, you laughed at my pain. <sighs> I could. As soon as you said your mama got in that car, I knew where it was going. I knew, I knew it was going. Oh, that right thing. Oh, my God. No, Don't, man. Y'all, Oscar. R.I.P. Oscar. I know you're in kitty heaven right now. Oh. He probably would have like been. He, he like might have still been alive. You know, cats live forever because they eat. Nine lives. Yeah, he was supposed to come back. Nine he, lives. he won't know coming back. He went through all his lives in nine minutes. <laughs> 
Okay, that's eight took a, man, his little eyes, he had blue eyes, man. Uh, let's not talk about Oscar. I just I can't. He he, but he did. He had no business under that damn. But you know, cats like to be underneath cars. They're sneaky. Why? They're sneaky. I don't know. I don't know. At first, I thought maybe it was because of the heat or something. But I'm like, it won't they even learn that they don't girl, be on that girl. They do. I think they do what they want to do. They have their own minds. They have their own minds, girl. They're evil. So, Coco B, what is your favorite childhood memory? I don't know if it's my favorite. Um, but. I got a good long-term memory, but I just remember the first thing that came to my head was me and my brother, um, we used to dance, like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, but it wasn't regular dancing. We used to, like, practice, like, like we were swing dancing, kind of, and so I just remember we would do the little, like, the Carlton mm-hmm. dance, and then he was so, since I was bigger and older than him, like, he could never swing me underneath his legs. <laughs> So we would do our little dance, and then I would have to sweep, like put him under my leg. I don't know. Y'all are ridiculous. It just used to be so funny. And when I think about that, I think that is so funny. How little, I mean, how big I was compared to him. And I used to make him do these dances with me, and he could never, like, because he was so much shorter and everything. Like, he could never do, like, twirl me around and stuff. So I would have to do, like, and then throw him up under my legs. Yeah, that's what the first thing that came to mind. Hilarious. I know. Funny. So, what does your IG feed look like? Shit. I got a little bit of ratchet. Well, a whole lot of ratchet. Then I got a little, then I got a little fashion over. The people in their fashion over. You know, everybody wearing fashion over. Swipe. Hit this code for Fashion Nova, Teamy T, all this. Who is Teamy T? The Tummy, Tummy T. No, Tummy. It's called Teamy T. It's Tummy T. It's Tummy T. It's two different things. Yeah, but Teamy T is. Flat Tummy T. Yeah. And Teamy T. Yeah, so this Teamy T is stuff like, I think. Who the hell is in charge of these (laughs) T's? No, but it's like a leafy, like the Timmy tea, like just looking at it on the thing, it's like really like the tea leaves and stuff like that. And people like Cardi B, who I follow, and Stan Santana, and um, what's her name? Tammy. They take those teas, so they, like, you know, all that should be on my feet. And I have a little bit of ratchet in it. Well, a lot of ratchet. Mine is kind of like all the hot topics in the world. Fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, hair. Oh, yeah. Like we? Natural no, hair. Like natural yeah, hair. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I was scrolling through the other day and I was like, where's the regular people? <laughs> I Like regular people, they don't post like that. What you mean? Just like me and you. Like, we post like every once in a while versus the other stuff they post all the time. So that's why my my feed looks like that. Like, I, I like at the end of the night, I always end up looking at hair stuff or whatever is going on in celebrity world, even if I want to. Mostly the comments. The comments is really what I end up always looking at because it's funny. Funny as fuck, right? <laughs> the stuff that people say. And then I learned that people, some people just miserable as hell. 
the stuff that they put on there. But yeah, that's mostly mostly it. But you know, like people who post a lot or seem to post and all that stuff. Sometimes, like, cause you like, where do they have the time and stuff? Sometimes that's the people, that's somebody's job, mm-hmm. you know, like to keep posting and stuff like that. So, honey, I can't pay nobody. That's what I'm saying, cause um, I used to wonder that about Super Sin. I was like, why? That girl posts everything, and then you know that they they pay certain people to comment in the shade room. I didn't she know that. Do it, but what? is she getting paid to do that? Yes, her, Derek Jackson, them, Jess Hilarious, them. That's always in the the comments. They get they paid. get paid to always. She the one who told it. Who's Jess like, Hilarious? But she said that she gets paid. She said she's gotten paid from Instagram. She didn't say that they paid no, her to get, be making comments said, in the shade room. She said Jess Hilarious said this. No, uh-huh. I think it was super saying. They somebody asked her why she always in the comments, and she said, "I get paid to do this." Hmm. But they, oh, I didn't take it like Shade Room pays her for the comments. What I, I took it at. But think of who always in, in their comments. Somebody got to be paying them to be in the comments. And you notice that when they in the comments, they have the most replies under their comments. Even if they just say, wow. But think about it like this. This is what I think about, right? How do we know about Just Hilarious? Instagram. Instagram. Right. Okay. So, if she ain't got nothing else to do when she in the Shade Room, right? And she making comments. And they funny. Okay, it's gonna it's gonna bring traffic because I've noticed that the people that I follow, I always see their comments on things that if we follow the same thing. Like I can tell when y'all like something. I can tell when y'all commented on something because I can oh, see yeah, it. Because it pops it up. Pops yes, up. Like, it's like, that pops up. Right. So it's just like if you see just hilarious and it's funny, of course you're gonna go and and respond. I don't I don't know. I didn't take it as But them. Super don't always make a funny comment. She so, be, she make it sound like she's like, I'm just like y'all. She she don't ever. I think if she was getting paid by the shade room, she would say she was getting paid by the shade room. I took it as that they did, they was paying her to comment. That's what I, I took know, it. As. I didn't take it like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be. I mean, it's possible, but hell, because ain't every nobody time. got that much time to always like they get an email. Be comment. I think they get notifications with like an email posts. or something. Yeah, yeah like. like we're po- we about to post like you can go thing. through all everything that they do, and you can either find them three. Somewhere on I don't ever see Derek Jackson because I probably I don't, don't follow him. I always see him. I don't well, follow him. Yeah. So I don't follow him either. That's what I'm. And he always, it, it, oh, he draining. He's so draining. Oh, Mr. It's Jackson. Like, it's like, sir. Uh, it is to him. Ain't no real man out there but him. Like that's a, really. Yeah. But <clears throat> so, so that's what your news feed looks like. Yeah, my news feed is on bath salts. So I follow, of course, the shade room. I follow that. And some other pages. I follow some comedians, just hilarious, DC Young Fly. Soup, I, I follow Soup and I follow the Crayon Case. Because I keep holding them to get updates about when they're going to bring Graveyard back into restock. But that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there, Soup. I mean, can we get Graveyard back in? You need to just go ahead and order an excess because it's going to move. Product going to move. <clears throat> I follow fitness pages because, you know, I'll be trying to get into my fitness thing and I need the motivation. So when I see these girls, you know, sometimes it motivates me. And I take some of their exercises that they be doing and I take them with me to the gym. Fake fitness pages now. No, no, no. I follow Brittany Babe. She's a legit fitness person. Um, I follow... 
Who else? This white girl, because I like her exercises. Her mm-hmm. name is Whitney. Her personality is annoying as hell. So I don't usually, I don't ever look at her posts when she talking. I just have, I just like when her exercise videos come up, because I like her exercises. Who else I follow? Um, This is, is Q2 Fitness or something, somebody? She, I don't know. She's somebody in New Jersey. I follow her. She real holy. So I don't, I like, you know, she all right. Who else? Um, I think that's about it. But they up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some popular folks. And then my friends. Y'all. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. But it's like, it's never, I follow, um, what's the girl? Um, the chick from Mary Mary. Erica. Yeah, Erica. Erica Campbell, follow her. I don't follow the other one. I don't follow her neither. I might be about to unfollow Erica too. Let's see. Uh, yes, Cardi B. I follow Google, their sister. I, I follow, follow Google too. I might need, I might, either I do, I probably don't because I don't see none of her mm-hmm. stuff. Does she post a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I must unfollow yeah. her. Let's see. Erica Campbell, Kevin Hart. I need to unfollow him because of some comments he made. I, I used to follow Nicki Minaj. I unfollowed her because she was annoying as hell. Cardi B. I had to unfollow her too. Who? Nikki. Um. But I think that's it though. I mean, and then my friends. And then if you if you find, I might follow you too. You just follow and find people? I'll follow find me. Yeah. Mm-mm. No? You don't follow them? So you don't follow? If I don't know them. You don't know them? You don't know Kofi? You don't know Idris? But they more than five. But you don't know them. And, and actually, I don't follow neither one of them. Oh. Well, I just I follow had to Kobe. start following. Um, and, oh, I follow Rihanna and Beyonce. Cardi B's manager or whoever. Oh. Honey, she posted a picture of him. I said, who is he? I had Ooh. to start following him. Hold on, let me. Um, What's her manager name? What's I follow name? her too. It's not a man? Her manager, not her manager, uh, her whoever. stylist. Oh. He is amazing. Oh, yeah, you do. Um, follow. That's a girl. Ain't that a girl? That's a girl. Yeah, oh, you told Cardi me about her. Whew. Cardi be looking good. Yeah, because yeah. I remember you had me um, was like, look at her. What's her name? I'm going to follow her now. P or something like that? Yeah, it started with a P. She's a, like a plus size. She's a plus size girl. But like her shit. I like her. Okay. Um... That Let's keep on. What's next? I know. Like, we over here looking at trying to look at pages. Um. So name? next one. Name a pet peeve. <laughs> Dirty fingernails. I got several. Dirty fingernails is a pet peeve for me. Like if you have dirt underneath your fingernails, you just you just dirty. You know what I and the opposite right, that of that. that you're, ugh. The opposite oh, of that is like I don't like people who bite their nails. And you yeah. try to touch me, huh? And your cuticles look like Not a dog you. got them. Oh god, oh god, I don't like that. I also don't like if we driving and I let you over and you don't throw your hand up to acknowledge the fact that I let you over. That's a good way for you. You know what? That pisses me off too. Like, I don't didn't like I that. Have to let you over? Nah, I don't like that at all. You pushing me behind? I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know if I have any pet peeves that drive me crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, man, mine is like nails. Like even with my own kids, like if I see their nails are dirty, mm-hmm. like when I taught them to wash their hands, I told them they need to rub their nails on their hands like this because that helps with getting 
the dirt under my fingernails. I can't. And that's why I like my real nails. They only get a certain length before I cut them down. Because if they're long enough to get something underneath them, I can't. Um, yeah. I just, I just can't. I don't like kids with nasty noses. That's a pet peeve. <laughs> I hate wet boogers. And me. Oh, God. Wet boogers? I can't tell I don't know it. about wet boogers. What do you want, dry ones? Yes. But kids with nasty noses is gross. And then it's like, have you ever been out and you seen like a mom with her kid and, or like, you know, they be holding it or something and they know just be running or they be with their mama and you be like, I know she sees that. Sometimes though, like recently because my son has had a cold, we've been out in public and I haven't, I didn't have any tissue, which is probably a fail on my part. I don't even have that. It's a fail on my part and his nose be running a little bit. He be looking like one of the baby kids, but that's my fault. But it still be, still be gross though. (laughs) But it don't be like, oh, well, when he be sick. Oh God, and them boogers be oh God, them bright green ones, y'all. Them bright green boogers. Oh God, they just make okay, my mouth water. <laughs> I want to throw up. That is just too much. I'm sorry. That's that parent stuff that oh, I have girl. no idea about. Ooh, you know about boogers? You be having them sometimes. <laughs> no, not like that. Well, the green boogers actually mean that the child has an infection somewhere. Well, if they're not know. clear boogers like green snot or and all that stuff, that means that they have an infection. <laughs> Can we change this up? Can we go? Shit, I don't know about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, God. Now you know. Um, yeah. now, how did my. You trash. You're not on it. You on your phone instead of being on it. Because I was still looking for uh the stylist. We'll find her. <laughs> we'll find her. Um, would you date a bisexual man? Ready to go first. What you think? Yeah, you need to answer that. I need this. Mm. I know my answer, but... Uh, I can't answer that. Like, Why? Well, first of all, I probably have already dated a bisexual And you just didn't know it. didn't know about it. Um, oh, damn. But... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't... I don't know. I just damn it don't know. <laughs> I do know. I don't. Okay, you do know. I don't know. I do what know. do you mean? Okay, so for me, dating a bisexual person, if, if you say that, dating a bisexual, like I feel the same way as Brittany do. I feel like I probably have, and I didn't know that they were bisexual, but I feel like if the guy came up to me and was like, hey, like, you know, we're dating or something, and they tell me, like, you know, I also have sex with men or whatever. I don't know if I could do it. This is my thing. And this is why I say, and I don't, and this has never happened to me that I'm aware of. So I really can't. I'm just speaking from when I think about it, how I'm feeling. And I don't feel any type of way. Like I don't get any apprehension or pause or anything like that. So I feel like I could do it, but there are conditions. Right. The condition is, is that I would have to know firsthand it ain't something it's not something that i need to find out about from somebody else or find out later or you just happen to step out i I need to know so that way i can it's something that i know i don't i don't know i don't want to find out in a way that's not especially if we are built trying to build something together and i find out from somebody else like that's a like for me that's like like a line or whatever that's been crossed and I can't well, there ain't no coming back from that and it ain't the fact that you bisexual is that you didn't tell me or you didn't feel comfortable enough to tell me so I think that's where I'm at with it I don't know I would have to you would have to tell me first I don't want to find out 
That's how I, that's how I feel. Because I feel like this is what I feel like. I'm just like, what's the difference between the what is all types of difference between sex between a man and a woman and a man and a man and a woman and a woman, right? But my thing is just like, what's the difference with bodies? Like, it's a body. Like, what do you mean it's a body? Like, and it's like one of the questions was bodies like, bodies have spirits, okay? Are we getting that deep? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You got to think of that too, bro. You can't just be thinking that body. So, body so wait, so wait, spirits. so wait. Like, I don't know. I, oh, what, so bisexual men got spirits? Is that what we're saying? I'm not saying they got spirits, but they might have had something. I, never mind. We're not going there. Oh, Jesus. I, but you said it. I'm so confused. To step away from the spirits conversation, to take it back from that, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel any type of way about it, so I'm just gonna say that I'm cool with it. But my thing is, like, I feel like if they were cheating, cheating is cheating. It's gonna hurt regardless if it's a man or if it's with a woman. Am I gonna feel any less? I would feel worse. Hold on, okay. So before we get into that, I'm sorry. Okay, let me ask that question. Would you rather your man cheat with a man or a woman? I, I don't know. I feel like it's going to hurt either way. I feel like it will hurt more. Why would it hurt more? I don't know. A man, like, dude, come on. So you telling me, okay, so you saying that, alright, so if your man cheated, yeah, right, you would prefer it be with a woman. Yeah. If he cheated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's the same thing of, like, first of all, you cheat on me, right? Uh-huh. Then you cheat on me with the man and you didn't like that whole thing of like you not telling me that you were into men. Like that's a double that's a double like that's, see, that's the only time where I don't think I would be okay with it. But if I knew double. if I knew that you like men and you just happened to cheat with a man, like I don't know. Like it, would, it wouldn't it would hurt. But it's, it is, there's a difference. To me, there's a difference between being bisexual and not telling me that you're bisexual. Like, it's something that you keep to yourself. Or being bisexual and I know when you also... Che- like, I don't know. There's yeah, a difference to me. I feel like that would That's the difference to me. Because it's like a... So, if you knew... So, if you knew your man was bisexual, right? Mm-hmm. And then you found out that he cheated on you and it was with a man... She would just be like, okay, cheating is cheating. Like, you cheat. I would be hurt. I don't, it's like, it's not like, I'm because it, to me, it's not like it would be, it's like, to me, it might seem worse than it was like a woman because it was just like, what was wrong with me? I feel like if it was a man, it's just like, well, he got some parts that I can't give you. So to me, I don't know, like, so you like, oh, well, that's, that was just your preference that day that you wanted. I don't to know, know, but like with a woman, I don't know. I feel like if it was a woman, it would hurt if it was a man or a woman because in my mind we're monogamous so would you be in a would you be in an open relationship with a man that's bisexual so let's say like you know that he's bisexual right so you know if y'all were open then the but that would mean big that, possibility is that when when he's open he's gonna go have sex with a man but that would mean that i would have to be cool with being in an open relationship right and i don't know if i'm there no. So to me, to me, it's like I'm not, I'm not there. But you're saying that right you now. Can give him the part of you know. So like I'm saying, it would hurt because you're stepping outside of this monogamous relationship that I thought that we had for one, and then it will double hurt if I didn't know that you like men and you went out and was and you slept with a man. Mm-hmm. That would bother me more too. But like I feel like if if everybody is open and I know everything that you've done or who you've been with and you know all that about me and you d- decide to cheat. I don't I don't know. I feel like I'd be hurt either way. I think even more so behind a woman because I can compare 
I can't, even though maybe I shouldn't compare because maybe it has nothing to do with me, but I can compare it to another woman. Like, what did she have that I didn't? What did she do that I didn't? But with, like, a man, it's just like, well, maybe there's some things that he did that I can't do. And it's kind of just like... What, what could he do that you can't do? I don't know. I don't have strong jaws. I don't... I don't... What do you I mean? don't know. I don't know. Do you feel know. like a man's jaw is stronger than yours? You don't think a man is well, stronger? A man's, a man's jaw is stronger than a woman. A man, I mean, a man is stronger than a woman. Well, some men are stronger than women. I mean, that's not even like that's okay. like a. I feel like that's a fact. But I mean, if you think about but it, but that was just an example. I don't know. Like I just, I just feel like it would hurt. I'm just saying, this is my thing. Don't cheat at all. How about that? I would rather. Oh, I would rather if my man cheated on me. I would rather him do it with a man. Because then I feel I always felt this, even as a young guy. I remember being asked this question. I always, I always felt that if you cheated with a man, then it wasn't me. Uh, see that it was something. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was something else. Versus you cheating with a woman, it's kind of like, like kind of like you said, like, well, what did she give you that I couldn't give you? It's, um, a it's automatically a comparison, and technically, maybe you should be trying to compare yourself to the dude too. But it's almost just kind of just like it is obvious. That it ain't right. You can't even you. you it can't, won't me. Like because you can't compare that. Right. But like I was saying before, it's just like maybe it was you and you raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like maybe I don't know. So talk of me because you have like. Do you think so? Do you think can you do you think a man can be bisexual? Or is it automatically for you if he cheated with a man, then he just has to be gay, and mm. and so that's why you wouldn't like you would feel betrayed in the whole thing, like you was gay the whole time, probably, just because my views on certain things, such as, you know, I don't want to get deep into it. You can do whatever you want, but dog. Hey, guess, yeah, probably. That's why. Yeah. Okay, so moving moving from that part of it, let's get into some love that we had. So, <laughs> what is your favorite thing about a man? Oh, God. So many. His back. Melanin. His back. His back. That's one of, that's one, I have many things that I like about men, but a nice back, like, I know it's weird, but if I can see you from the back and your back is like, you got to have a nice, strong back. Like, I'm not a small girl, and I'm not, like, the biggest girl, but I need to know that, yes, I need to know that you can pick me up. And that back is going to tell me everything I need. What if he got a nice back, but it's bad? (laughs) (laughs) What if if he got a nice back, but it's bad? I got a bad back. Yeah, because he's been working in factories and stuff, but he's strong, but he's weak as hell. He can't pick your ass up. No, I don't know. I haven't specific to black men that color and they all come in different shades and 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 take oh god textures and stuff i like a i just like a strong man like yeah that too like personality you don't gotta be cut up Mm. but like kobe was saying it's just something about knowing that somebody can handle you you know what i'm saying like 
a nice bag with you know it might not be the strongest but let me tell you like I, I mean i don't know i just like i like i like, I like manly men like not men who have like toxic masculinity type of like men but like men who are like man. like you know like they're handy they like they know how to do things a nice tailored beard too i love beards oh my god and my a husband's nice messed up for anybody beard. he what he's messed that up for everybody so if me and him were to ever part ways my next man would have to have a beard mm. for me i'm putting to what how should you say from the top of his head to the sole of his feet to the bottom of his That's feet man. I, like I like i don't his like hair feet, but so. i like his hairline I wait like a minute now i like i like it if it's bald <laughs> I like a, a clean cut beard. I love a man's eyes, his neck, his chest, neck. his back, his arms, his hands, the way he say my name, his legs. <laughs> we weren't prepared. I just had dressing things. Oh God, the smell is a big thing. You know what it is? It's like, and like I don't even know if people even realize this. Like people have like sense to them mm-hmm. and it ain't got nothing to do with cologne yes. or everybody has their own scent. they have their own scent and it's just something about that dude that you love oh my god that's like t-shirts t-shirts and hoodies like hoodie that's why we like, like to wear a, hoodies or like a um that's why we like to wear their hoodies or like a um blanket or just like their sweat like mm-hmm. sweatpants like here's on in a minute and or like if he's been like on a certain side of the couch or even the bed or the pillow, you know, you just roll over on that pillow and you be like, you can smell them. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Because I was on Instagram. There's this one site called Fuck. I don't y'all follow Fuck Jerry. He be posting no. up the craziest memes. No, you should I've never. But I think it might have been on. It might have been on his. Or it might have been somewhere else I saw it, but this dude was talking about he understood why women be wearing men hoodies because he accidentally put on his girl's hoodie. He's like, I get it. He said, I get it. He was just like, it's like wearing a warm blanket of familiarity and the smell. He's like, I get it. He's like, the same thing like babies. You know, sometimes like when you have babies and, you know, you're getting them to go to daycare or whatever have you. And usually, like for me, when my children went to daycare, like their blankets. Like I was slept with them for maybe like a day or two before I sent them with them with the blanket mm-hmm. because it smelled like me. It reminded them of me. Like you said, like a warm blanket. It yes. was like, like a it was familiar. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Linus. Mm-hmm. You know, Linus got to carry his blankets like that. You know, I like. I even like how my son smelled. He got a scent to him too. Mm-hmm. I just mm, smell like chocolate. <laughs> And I don't know if that's just my son, but he smelled like a bakery. I just love him up. Do you hear me? They do. So, that's the same. Like, but what? I mean, what? Between don't. that neck. Right there. Right there. Between that neck. Man. That means y'all got to be washing y'all kids' neck. I wash them. Yeah, of course. You don't wash their neck. wash your neck. I said your kids. Yeah, but I'm saying. I wash my neck. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. But yeah, I do. I love, I mean, I love a lot about men. Just how they walk, everything. they swag, exactly. the way they walk. I love it. The way they put their jeans on, how they look in briefs. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, come on with it. Like briefs, briefs? briefs? or boxer briefs. Briefs. Boxer. Is, I like boxer briefs. I like the compression ones. You know, I like the boxer ones. briefs. I don't yeah, like regular. What is boxer briefs? They're boxer like boxer shorts. briefs. They're, they're like little shorts, shorts. but they're tight. 
Ain't that briefs? Tidy no, whities or briefs? Like yeah, like she said, the tidy whities. I'm about to say pins. The cartoon draws. character draws. Tidy tidy whities are tidy. Well, I thought it was just draws. No. They go. They call briefs. Oh, Have you I'm ever sorry. seen the packages? Boxer briefs. I'm sorry. Briefs. They say briefs. You like boxer briefs? Oh, I used to like boxers. I don't like. Boxers. I don't like boxers. No they more. too loose. They too loose. I like boxers. I, like I feel like if you wear boxes, you a kid. <laughs> I feel like if you wear briefs, you a I kid. I when boxes first came out. <laughs> really? I don't even remember. But you know what? When when you said boxes, I had I had a vision of somebody in boxes, and it just just thinking about that, it just looks so premature. No, it just depends on the body that's in them boxes. <laughs> that's what it was. Now I'm not talking about old men. I old men that be wearing them boxes and they well, winky you know wearing, be hanging all out and shit. I'm not talking too about long ago. I I used to fuck with this African dude. Ooh. And he still wore just regular boxers. And it was weird to me. It was weird to you. Did they have like were they like and, the and old man like linen boxers or were they like the decorative white. like the or like the um the ones with the plaid. You know, they make cute boxers. I'm so confused. Like, I'm cool with, I'm not cool with the briefs. Like, I feel like my son can wear briefs because he's a child. Premature. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, I feel like he's a child. He can wear those. He has boxer briefs and briefs. And only reason why he got briefs was because I picked up the wrong package when I went to the store to get him some underwear. <laughs> so that's the only reason why he wearing briefs. Any other time he'd be wearing boxer briefs. Like he don't care either way. I don't think. But yeah, bo- a man in boxer briefs. Thank y'all for putting me. I just call them briefs. Call them briefs. That's that's walking rough, child. Let me just say, go to Walmart and tell them, can you get a pack of briefs? And they gonna bring you the drawers, the tidy ones. You know what? Too when like, have you ever like watched a man like get out of the shower? Like when they get out of the shower and they just like drying off and they dripping off and they be like, Nah, they don't be doing that. Who do that? They do that. I don't know. That's like me, but. I'm like, let me go ahead and get this one off me. No, I be, if I'm cold, I keep the child on. Yeah, I wrap up in it. I might even get, like, hop in the bed. Now I have a routine in the bathroom. You? I do. But this ain't about you right now. Oh, bitch! We're, we're getting to you later. Okay, okay let's move on. Let's Next on. question. So, um, moving on from the men, shout out to all the black men in the world. Um, what do you like about being a woman? Mm. My vagina. Women's. <laughs> women. Women, 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 women. I like my vagina too. Yeah, I do. I like my vagina. I like the fact that I have a vagina. It's it's like I, I don't know. This is too personal, but I I found a new love for my vagina. Really? Yeah. Like it took. I don't know. I it's. I guess I never like paid attention to like the love you're supposed to have for your own vagina. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like in recent years I've taken up a love. From my own vagina. Do you know what it looks like? Yeah. yeah I'm not talking like. about from an angle where you're standing and looking down. No. I'm, I'm talking about some folks don't even know I'm, what it looks like. Oh, no. I know you what know, mine looks like. Just put that mirror down there. You know, how you don't know what you look? <laughs> and and the, the, the care of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess that's why I've fallen in love with my vagina. I don't know. I don't I, have a love-hate relationship with my vagina. The only thing there. I hate is when she, she bleeds once a month. Yeah, nobody likes that. <laughs> well, for me, like, saying words, I don't know. I'm kind of like old, like an old soul type thing. And even for me, saying the word vagina or even the P word, like you see, I just said the P word. I don't P-word. say the I don't say the P word. Like I, don't know. I it's, never it feels dirty. Yes, and I've never was able to say that because I 
I don't know. I just used to think of the vagina as like oh. really, but but vagina but, is a proper term. I know, but still, it's like the vagina. Oh, you know. I but did. now, as like an adult woman and like a woman who came into her own type, like that's why I was, one of the things that I love, like, is my about being a woman is that I have a vagina and uh, I don't know if that's the best part. I mean, I guess it's the best part. Like that's where like. That's where everything happens. All the magic happens right there. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, for real, like, all of that area up in there, that's where the magic happens. Babies come out of there. Right. But not only that, like, you know, and, you know, who run the rock? Girls. And Beyonce. And she'd be like, strong enough to bear the children, then get back to business. That's my part. Because I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, that's another thing about being a woman. Like, we, we can do so many things, you know, as far as, like, our bodies and as much pain and stuff as we can take, like, that a man can't do, you know, it just amazes me. And it's like, hell yeah, I'm a fucking woman. Ah, Hear me roar. I guess the best part about being a woman to me is just, like, I like, just, like, the femininity of it all. Like, just being feminine. Like, I don't know, like, I like when, like, men hold the door open for me. Or they, you know, like, like they do things because I'm a woman. And mm-hmm. just, like... Just that power that you have as being a woman. And I'm not talking about being like like overtly sexual or just like I'm not talking about any of that. Just like just just being the essence of just being a woman. And it carries so much for so many. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like I I get it. I get it. I mean I guess it's like the whole The whole package, really. Yeah, the whole package of it. I think it's all about you have to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like just being a woman is just a part of that. Like loving yourself. So once you love yourself, it's just like you love everything about who you are. Who you are. Now, I don't know if I'm there yet. I'm getting there. But um, I don't know. I went through a whole thing when I had my son. Just with my body and stuff. And I'm still having some issues mm-hmm. with that. I'm trying, I think I'm getting to a place where I'm just like, well, this is it. I mean, this is what you left with. This is what you got. So you just got to work with what you got. It ain't going back to how it used to look. Nah, it, it just ain't. There ain't there ain't nothing you gonna be able Unless to you do. You got some cash. I ain't got that cash. So I'm just gonna have to be happy with these tiger marks. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna have to be happy with them. I'm just gonna have to be happy with that. But just knowing, and that's one thing too, just knowing that I had the capacity to carry a child for ten months. They really lying. It's not really nine. It's ten months. You carrying this child, and you go through all that shit. Your organs getting all pushed up, and. Can't breathe. You can't breathe. Got to pee all the time because a fat ass baby sitting on your bladder, and you just all this stuff that you go through, and you able to go push it out and like and 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 take on another role, being a mom, being a nurturer, and working and and provide. It's just you're right. We can do so much. Yeah, we run the world with so little, and make things make things move. So that's why your mama is everything, mama. Oh, so beautiful. Next. To me. Next. Okay, so can't a you see? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so a little um a little left, but oh god. Well, who's your favorite hip hop artist? Oh y'all. Oh. I don't have a favorite. I have many. I don't I even and I'm on this woman wave. Oh. Yeah, like I listen to all the women hip hop and stuff. Cardi, okay. let's hear. Who you think? Are? Listen, yeah. folks. Cardi, of course. 
Why do you like Cardi though? I have my own reasons for liking okay, Cardi. Okay, so I like Cardi because first of all, Cardi is relatable. Yep. Yes. And like she's so down to earth. And like when she really says like I'm th- I'm a regular degla schmegla girl from the Bronx. Like, she's not lying. She's not lying. Like no. she still is in touch with that hood, and it just makes her relate to everybody. Whether you done been there or you're still there, you can relate to something that she is talking about. Um, I like Cash Doll, but she's starting to fall off for me. Really? Why? Because I want her to talk about something else than her having everything. Well, you know what? I saw a clip with her, and she was basically saying that, you know, some people like talking about guns and shooting and violence. She said, I don't like talking about that. I like talking about money money and jewelry, and that's her thing. Maybe that's her lane. I mean, she's I mean, so pretty. She is pretty. Um, I still like um like her music, but I want her to make a song about her. You know what I'm saying? Like I really want to know who she is. Like I've heard her say in interviews, like how she worked. I think she was like working at Best Buy or something and like getting mm-hmm. people stuff for the load and shit like that. Like that's what I want. That's the cash doll that if if anybody didn't listen to an interview, they wouldn't know. All they know about is the cash doll that's in Gucci and Saint Laurent and all this stuff and yeah. and wearing Fendi the fuck out. Y'all right, leave Fendi alone. <laughs> leave it alone. Leave it in 2018. I'm like, sick where, of it. where where did the where did cash doll originate? Like tell us that story because mm. we don't know that story. So um her I, I do like her. Um, and I don't care what nobody say. I like to see the girls. Fuck y'all. I do too. Blue out. Blue out. So I like to see the girls. Free JT. Like, I don't care. <laughs> All that. <laughs> yes. I love the city girls. Um, and the reason why I like the city girls is because sometimes you feel ratchet and sometimes you feel like, like the stuff they talk about. And so whatever. Like, I need. They're relatable too. Yeah. I need They're that takeaway from the world. And city girls gonna give it to you. Like even if you don't agree with tricking niggas for money, that's fine. <laughs> I mean that's fine, but still, some of that music is funny. Some of that music is fun. And even like when JT said in that song one of the nights, she said everybody wearing heels, so we all need a seat. How many times have we went to the club? Everybody got on heels, and we all looking for a seat. Y'all can't tell me that these hoes ain't relatable. Nah. Like, I fuck with city girls. I don't care. And the, the crazy thing about it is it seems like the people that is the most hood and ratchet is the ones that don't like city girls. They be like, oh, they so you know ignorant. What? You know what? Like, oh, you know what? Let me tell you. So I was with you saying that. I was talking to my brother, and my brother was like, something, so you flew out or something, and I was like, oh, so you listening to City Girls or whatever, and he said, yeah, he was like, yo, one of our, my sisters, and she has been, she's like, the hoodie, if you know my family, like, I'm, I probably, if you look at me and you think or whatever, you probably think that's not even my family, because the way my sisters are so, I have some ratchet sisters, and he was just like, you know what, so-and-so don't even like the city girls, and she's like the hoodest one of them all, and I was like, what? <laughs> she doesn't like, I mean, this sounds like part of her life, right. it's, it's always like, the ones that you be like, you don't like the city, like, ain't this what you do? <laughs> yeah, I was so confused, and he was like, yeah. But so, you know they say people hate Things that remind that, that, them yeah, that remind me of themselves. So maybe that's why. Like, that's why I don't get into that whole respectability shit. It's just kind of <laughs> just like people gonna hate on you regardless. If you talk yeah. proper, they gonna hate on you. If you talking about you flew out or you flew people out, flew that period. Copyright like, that. Copy I mean, right it's just that. like it's just like 
It don't matter. They gonna judge you regardless. So you just be who you gonna be. I don't. I don't know about like city girls. One of them girls homophobic, ain't she? She said no. She's basically she said um, that I guess I don't know if somebody asked her the question like would she want her son to be gay or something like that, and she said no. Well, what she said she said no. She would whoop her son if he was gay, but then she said um, it was. She said she really wouldn't beat her son. It was kind of like an expression like when you were a kid and your mama said something like if you do this, I'm going to beat your ass. She was like, but you knew your mama really wouldn't go beat your ass. What? They don't make so sense. I, I don't know. I, for me, I guess she was saying like, she would be upset, but it ain't nothing that I could do. Like, that's the consensus that I got from it. Like, she wouldn't want that, but if it did happen, it won't nothing she could do because she was like, I would love my son regardless. Words mean things. But it, but it was also a time, like it was like a while ago. So it was like somebody dug up like some old some church and they said that um that she hated Haitians or something like that. But then she she said that in Miami, the Haitians and like them or whatever, they have like a certain day or something like that. That they just like jones on each other, like pick on each other and stuff. And so they pulled up the tweets back when that was happening and she was like, that that's not a thing. That's just something that we do or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't like I fuck with them. I don't hate them or whatever. But there was that time when we was like picking on each other, going back and forth. And they pulled up the tweets, basically saying that she was like hateful and called them something, whatever. And she was just like, no, that like she had friends as Haitian. She fucked with them. They fuck with her. That people was just digging, basically. Cause they they winning out here, you know, when people be well, winning. You know when people they all people are always bringing up old tweets, yeah, always like, and but I can understand that like we you have a certain person or something like you go back and forth with like you just be playing with, but if somebody actually heard that conversation, that they would be like, oh, you're you're this or something like that, and it just happened to be on Twitter. Uh-huh. Tweet, tweet. But then she and then they're like and the London they be like oh they so they so ignorant like they be talking about uh young Miami she's so ignorant I'm like them hoes is from Miami from open what is it open locker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they country it's not not even they countries they sound ignorant as hell because that's their language oh like I was trying to listen to that I was trying this is gonna speak I guess y'all can say whatever hell you want to say about me it was hard for me to get to that Breakfast Club interview I lasted about a good ten minutes oh yeah it's she, just um, it was like chalk on a chalkboard yeah, uh-huh. I couldn't and that's the thing but okay, that's so, the same thing like when Cardi B first came out I remember when Bodak Yellow came out and I remember somebody specifically. I was playing the song because, you know, that was my shit from that one. So I'm playing the song and somebody was like, you listen to her? She can't even put a complete sentence together. And like, you know, I'm not listening to music for complete sentences. And I'm sentences. like, and I was sitting there like, huh. and then. Well, this is my thing. Like, like, I don't, when I hear the city girls, their music doesn't bother me. I don't care about any of that. Like, I don't really listen to their music. Maybe I, you know, maybe I should because I'm old. Maybe I should. Get on to the, the little young city girls. I just saw that. That's how they sound. How they talk. I don't know. Not it ain't even about how they talk. It's just how they sound. It just do something to me. That's like Toya Kata. Remember how Toya used to talk? But I like the, the like, New Orleans accent. I like that new. I like that. I like how they talk. I, don't know, I just feel like people they're being overly judgmental. And and here's another thing is that. Men rap about what they want to rap about all the fucking time. They rap about sleeping with men, women, using them, all this other stuff. But when a, when women rap about about it, it's crazy that the most people who has a problem with it is women. That shit blows me. It's like y'all rap with these male rappers say. 
discrediting women, talking down to them, and all that shit. But when women do it, it's actually the women that have more problem with it than the damn men. Maybe they feel like, and this is, and I have no idea, but this is just a thought that just came to me, and this is really off topic. But maybe they think that it's kind of expected from a man. It's expected that they're going to rap about stuff like that. Well, some of them are going to rap about stuff like that. But I guess it's not, they're not expecting that from women because they're supposed to be like a woman. And you wouldn't think that maybe another woman would be talking down on themselves like that. But I don't. How are they know. talking down on them? I mean, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't about or to talking about, <laughs> about having sex with a bunch of men or sleeping with men for money or whatever they talking about. Maybe they just kind of feel like women shouldn't be talking about stuff like that. And that's the problem with society is that we made this idea in our head that a woman's supposed to do this and a man's supposed to do that. But I'm going to tell you this as a woman, I can do whatever the fuck I want. You know what's crazy though? That's right. so funny about these gender roles and stuff. Have you noticed that like so say for example, you got a dirty house, right? Okay. For example. Have you realized that if somebody comes they know you, they gonna come to you and be like, Why ain't your house clean? As if you don't live with a man. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you noticed yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like it's the responsibility is not on them. Same thing as a mother. You know, so the it's responsibility like responsibility is not on the man. It's on who? That mother. Like that shit ain't acceptable to me. And I ain't, and I ain't gonna stand nowhere and say that it's acceptable. I wish you would walk in my house and I got a man and you look at me somebody while my house ain't clean. I'm gonna look at him and ask him why the fuck the house ain't clean. <laughs> right. Nigga, we both here to live here. We both. It's a partnership, or at least it's supposed to be a partnership. Same with raising kids, but it's like the responsibility is not on them. It's mm-hmm. on you. It's on because you. you're the woman. So I mean I don't know. Society is fucked up, man. I just try to do my best to say what I can against the status quo and just do what I can. I don't, I don't know. What's the next question? We done got off. So next question. Everybody think, right? It's 2018. November 3rd, I think. No, not 2018. 2008, November 3rd. Right? Uh-huh. What was happening? Oh, the elections. Was it November 3rd? I thought election day was November 6th. It's November 6th. Oh, November 6th. Whatever. Hey, stick with me. I'm taking the picture. Because I was like, Um, where's she going with this? I don't know. You wouldn't have knew if I said November 6th, 2008. I would have. Because I know it's election day. But actually, it was what, 2007? Was it 2007? He started his... Anyway, Obama was elected. Yes. What how Martin Luther said? The Bush Bush got (laughs) reelected. Obama was elected, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What was your feeling versus whenever whenever Trump got elected? All right, so let me go back to that day, right? November 6, 2000 and... Was it 7? 7. I think he started his... Is, is, he started in 08. Yes, he yes. started in 08. No, no, it was 08 because I had already graduated. You had already graduated? Mm-hmm. I, was I had graduated in May. Okay. Was it though? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All I know is that I was in the history department watching the live coverage with the ex that we're not going to talk about. Mm. Norris was in there. <laughs> I know I see. And um, it was a whole bunch of other folks in there. Because it was like uh, the history department at the time. They were in there watching it. And I'll never forget when they released the fact that he was projected to win. And I'm telling you, when that room erupted, that room erupted. Like, mm-hmm. it just went. was like, cr- I had never in my life felt something like that before. It was just like what like it was crazy then you go outside the campus is lit like it's like on fire i call my mama i called friends i called everybody. it was just crazy like i was just like this is crazy i remember watching inauguration because it was a snow day 
It was cold as hell. And I was in the house doing a puzzle watching the inauguration. I remember that. Now. And everybody was playing Young Jeezy. My, my president, president is black. black. My yeah. Lambo is blue. All right. So, they, did that not the field goals thing? Yeah. They was so they excited. So, but. Fast forward uh-huh. to November 6th. No, actually, it was November 7th because mm-hmm. I took my ass to bed because I didn't want no parts of that I foolishness because I thought for sure. I don't know. It was just something about I didn't think Hillary was going to win. There was something telling me. It was just something. Even though I knew that she was more qualified, something was just telling me that Trump was going to be the president that we get because that is the president that we deserve because we are trash. <laughs> And when I woke up the next day and I checked my phone and realized that he had won the presidency, I immediately thought it's about to be Armageddon. (laughs) That's That's what I thought. I was just like, we are all about to crash and burn. We haven't burnt yet. But as a matter of fact, have you seen the movie Jackass? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You seen the second one? Mm-mm. Okay, the second one in the very beginning, like they always do dumb shit in the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's the second one. They are all like in this shopping cart, mm-hmm. this big ass shopping cart, and they are going down like this hill, right? And stuff is getting thrown at them, rocks and all this other craziness is getting thrown at them, right? Mm-hmm. And at the very end, they crash like into like a like some like some type of wall or something, and they all fall out or whatever, you know? Because people jackass, they be hurting themselves on jackass. And that's what I feel like the U.S. of A. is in this shopping cart going at high speeds down a hill <laughs> with a wall at the bottom of the hill. And we're going to crash into it and be in another war. Or poor. <laughs> or that wall is depression, uh, another depression. That wall is another war. That wall could be anything. But I think that's where we're headed. And you know what my dumb ass is doing? What? Sitting on the sidelines with a cigarette and a beer, just waiting for it to pop off. <laughs> well, I know when the proverbial sideline with a beer and a cigarette, because I don't do any of those things. But well, I know when Obama won presidency, I was just like, like you know, with playing that young Jeezy song, honey. Like I woke up, I'm driving in the car the next day. I just feel like shit. We all won. <laughs> like I'm walking in the store. Like it was just like a sense of pride and. Like, damn, yeah, finally, like, we made it. We made it. And then we got him over there. And it was just like, damn, why can't I have my kids in Africa? Damn, why can't I have my kids in somewhere else so they can get the fuck up out of here if they need to? Like, it was a sense of, like, what people are saying, like, a sense of fear. Like, I feel like. He's a fucking terrorist. He is a terrorist. And he's up there terrorizing us. Yes. Terrorizing us, terrorizing everybody, terrorizing majority of fucking America. Like, it's ridiculous. Well, for me, my, my answer is going to be much different. Than of course it was. In 2008, when Obama was elected, I felt nothing. <laughs> I I mean it was like I felt I felt good that everybody was excited but, but I didn't I was like okay okay cool and I remember the next day Sherry Shepard got on the view and started crying and was like do you know what this means this means that my son really can be anything and I was sitting there and I'm just like well damn you didn't think that before this? I think it was like a sense of, like, I don't, like, people, like, a lot 
of people want to downplay like how kind of big the fact that Obama got elected was. Like I don't. Well, think- he wasn't the first black. We had a black president before. We won't hear. Okay. To see it, but the very first president was black, and he was a Moor. Okay, you. I mean, you're right. But if you go back, the thing, the the things that I feel like the thing. Okay, it's to me, it's kind of like um, uh, when old girl Meghan Markle became princess or whatever. Oh yeah, because she's not the first. And everybody was like, oh, the first black. And I'm just like, that's not true. I mean, well, she the queen is by black. Oh, she got some in her. But it's like we. Right, she does. She's like a Spanish. Her great great grandmother was like a African. Yeah. Something. Yeah, they did say they did say something like that. It was like I was proud to be able to live in that moment, but to me, it quickly faded away the next day when I seen how people played it up to be like the biggest miracle in the world. And I was just but like, see, this I is need the thing. nobody knew that though. To calm down, but you can't. But see, that's the thing. Even though you're giving us history, a lot of people don't know that part, right? And also, you have to think, you also have to know that people had, and I said this myself, never in my wildest dreams that I think Obama was going to be elected. I voted for him. But I didn't I, think I knew he was gonna be elected. I did not. I knew it without a shadow that I stood up in class and told my class that he was gonna be elected, told them why and they got mad at me. Why did you think he was gonna be elected? I because he had a whole bunch of white people behind him. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be I didn't like I don't know if I thought or knew whatever, but I just knew like a part of me too when he did win the presidency, a part of me too was like I was happy. But then I was like, God damn, this got to cause so many motherfucking problems for I immediately got scared. And the, that too, I was and like, I Lord, please don't let them catch him getting assassinated because they're going to have to take him straight on the glory. I thought he would be assassinated or something. Like, I was like, oh my God, somebody's going to kill this man. Like, at his inauguration. Like, I was watching that inauguration with my pearls clutched. Like, but you got the only people, to him. The only people that hated Obama is the people who really hated black people. Those are the people who really hate Obama. Those those white people who never, you know what I'm saying? They they're not rape. We say they're not racist. You know what I'm saying? They they're cordial black people and all this stuff like that. They like good black people. I guess that's a good term. I don't know. They were absolutely fine with um President Barack Obama being president. They would elect him again. Because they was they didn't find no no problem in it. But I feel like it's more of them. It's more of them who who want more white people who wanted Obama versus the white people who want Trump. Because the ones who want Trump is just hateful white people. Yeah. But the ones who wanted who was down with Obama, they weren't hateful or they weren't outright hateful. You or see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So is that's what I'm saying. Like they he had a lot I I honestly feel like even if the black people didn't vote for Obama, that the those it was enough of them that would think about it in in the the history of that election, that was the first time that even North Carolina had voted blue. Child, I'm say something. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of states that usually were red, which don't make sense to me. Who voted blue? Which is like I don't I have no idea how Trump won North Carolina and we have a Democratic governor. That shit made no sense to me. That shit blew my damn mind. I'm talking about blew it. I'm talking about. But one thing that we we know about society is every, society is always looking for change. So it is people that I have met that voted for Obama and voted for Trump because Obama represented change. 
He was he was a black man. He was all about changing everything, everything. that was different, mm-hmm. right? I mean, going to everything that was different, promoting that everybody could live free and be how they want. That was changed for everybody. So we were going coming up in this new era where everybody wanted to change because everything was changing, right? So they voted for the guy who represented change. So then again, once they felt that, okay, we voted for him for this, he didn't give us this, now we need something else. So then Trump came along mm-hmm. and he represents some another change. So it was like, okay, so let's jump on this bandwagon because he's talking something different from Obama. And um to be Exact. I mean, Hillary represented everything that Obama was. Mm. So a lot of people didn't vote for Hillary because they felt like it was just a vote for Obama. So if we want something different, we got to go vote for Trump. Now, it's a lot of people that's upset that they voted for Trump now because they're like, he ain't doing nothing. Not he ain't doing nothing, but uh, even like um, like immigrants and stuff. Realize who I don't know, and I think I mean, I guess I can understand it, but I don't understand it at the same time. Is how Hispanics and stuff vote for the person who don't even want them here. Girl, they don't, I don't get that either. And but the but it's because they don't want to be associated with anything that's minority. Because what, what year was it that they won the right to call themselves white? Like, that's what they wanted. I know, but that's the thing, like, far as like being in the education system, like. At the school I work with, we have, it's very diverse. We have people from Sudan, people from, you know, England, China, Japan. Like, I have all these kids, in, you know, within the school. And you look at their forms. Like, when you um, register your kid for school, you know, you have to have forms or whatever. And people who are, that speak Arabic and stuff like that, they put that they're white. Mm-hmm. Some of the Hispanics put that they're white. So then when we go inside to do like, I guess like data far as like, you know, when testing and stuff comes in, if their parent has checked that they're white, that's what you have to go by. Like what they identify themselves I'm about as. Leave a blank. And I remember when we was a kid, like that whole thing happened where they were saying, don't say you're black. Because what? you don't know what you don't know what you are. Like say you're other and all this stuff like that. And it's I know nobody that. wants to be black. You like nobody what? wants to be associated. And I remember uh, Claude Anderson. I was listening to him, and he said that immigrants come here and they vote in the in the um, the majority of white or whatever. Like they vote for they vote white or whatever because nobody wants to be associated with black. So they're gonna do everything white, even though black people are the ones who fight for them to be over here, then they get over here and they become like the oppressor. And I'm like, <laughs> we stand we do like we stand look at everything that black people doing to fight for immigration. Like the NAACP. All the everybody want you want to have everybody included, but those same people that we're willing to include is the ones that they don't even want to be a part of us. But it's crazy too because in those cultures, sitting there talking to one of my co-workers and we were talking about, you know, like culture and she's um she comes from what, Ecuador? No, El Salvador. She comes from El Salvador. And she was just saying she told me she was like, Well, you know that within our my culture, she was like, We have racism as well. You know, like they don't include some of the African Americans, just like in Brazil when Mariela Franco got killed because she was for Afro-Latinas because she was 
Afro-Latina and they that's assassin- why some Dominicans I just be they like assassinated, they assassinated her because she was for them and like right now over there in Brazil they're going through their civil rights movement like right now damn I need to go to Brazil nah, I like I wanted to like I wanted to go to the Dominican Republic I can't I don't want to go there because they are you know how close they are to Haiti well the thing they're is they're throwing a lot of people from Haiti or with African descent, throwing them out of a country that they were born in. And I'm just, because of all no, of this they, notion about being black. They don't want them to come. They don't want it to be, it's like the bloodline. They don't want it to be mixed because they're going, like, that's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, in Latin America, right now, that that's going on. You know what's crazy, Brittany? What am I always saying about um, slavery and all these other countries and stuff? The only difference between me and you is a boat ride mm-hmm. and where you were dropped off at. Mm-hmm. Please don't. Let's we and we kind of getting off topic. We need to get back. We need <laughs> to get back. Slave we need to kind of get back to the question of how we felt versus this, this versus that. But, but it's I, like, know I didn't even went on my trunk one. But that's exactly this. But that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like even even them down there. And like they don't even want to be associated with us because everybody thinks that the black people, the African Americans in America, of course, because it's African Americans, but they look at us bad. And so when they come here, like I, I work with a guy who dad who who grandfather is from Haiti, and he even told him, "Don't fuck with us up here." And you from fucking Haiti, like you are us. Child. Africans come over here. And they're told not to fuck with us. And, when see, we, we oh and that's why we, it's so problematic for Black trying to take her ass over to Nigeria with this, ble- this bleaching cream. We're not going to go there. <laughs> but it's, it, it ties into what you're saying yeah. about how Africans want to be so close. You know what? Let's go. Keep but, going. That's the thing. <laughs> but that's the thing with like us as like African Americans. Like You know when people be like, y'all need to go back to Africa. Black people need to go back to Africa. Hell, we don't hold even on, get... Hold on, hold on. Don't you go there. Because what happens is during the process of them coming over here, they're taught not to fuck with us because they fear that lazy. Da, da, da. But let me tell you something. When I went to Africa, the love was immaculate that they showed us. As soon as they, first of all, we look like them. So they don't think nothing of us at first until we open our mouth and they realize who we are. Mm-hmm. They treated us with so much respect. Like nobody was like disrespectful or turned their nose up at us or anything like that. Well, I don't think maybe in Africa, but like I've had experiences with people. I guess. See, don't know how to work a new iPhone. Oh hush! <laughs> I have experience with people who have um from who are from Africa who are in America now and. The way that they treat, like, treat black, I mean, like, African-Americans is very different. lazy. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not me at all. Or their views on African-American people are so negative. And so it's like, when people be like, go back to Africa, I'm like, shit, I ain't never even been to Africa. Like, I wouldn't, like, of course I want to go and visit, but it's just like, how would you say that? You know that I think that's the whole thing with identity. Look, if you know, if one person tell me to go back to Africa, I'm gonna tell them to go back to the Caucasus Mountains. Well, I mean, no, a white person (laughs) has never like physically (laughs) told me, but I'm saying you hear that term like they're like they need to go back to Africa. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, I would go back if I knew who my family was. I would go back too if I knew. That's what I'm saying. Identity wise, where I came from. 
if I knew, if I still had connections, I don't know anything but the U.S. of A. Exactly. Not saying that I don't want to go to Africa or couldn't go to Africa. I do plan to go to Africa sometime in my lifetime. But it's just kind of just like for them to say that is so dumb to me. It's mm-hmm. just like it would be dumb for me to tell them to go back to Europe because who do they know over there? Nobody. I don't know. Like with Africa, I'm keeping my eye on Africa because it seems like they're making big moves. Oh yeah, and I want to. They are. I do want to see what that that end result is going to be because they is getting some balls over there. They are. They are. Colonization. I mean, they've been taking over since yes, the beginning and of time. Yeah, it was like we want our shit back. Point blank. Period. Move mm. out the way. <laughs> but um oh and, and same thing when Trump run I didn't feel anything you didn't feel anything I was just, I, the reason why I didn't feel anything is because to me like even now I just think Trump is funny I just think he's he's just like he just blurts shit out and he's just like a damn kid the, the only thing what opened my eyes to that is when we did go to Africa and I realized that no matter where you when you go out of this country and they find out you're American they so they don't associate you with being black yellow green whatever they you say American they like oh Trump and so we we have became the face for his bullshit and that and we have to tell people like no no I didn't vote for him. We didn't vote for him. The Americans feel the same way about him as you feel about him. And they like, oh no, 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 you, you Trump, like <laughs> you that motherfucker. So that was the only. I was like, damn, this motherfucker out here acting crazy as hell. And our name is put on that because you acting crazy. As hell. I just think like the way that you laugh at Trump is just kind of just like is how the world is laughing at us. Like I yeah. just, I just kind of feel like. But he's so funny. So but fun. I mean, the fact that he leaders, gives me a good chuckle. The fact that other but that's, from that's other scary. Countries. The fact that other leaders from other countries don't even fuck with him. Like, I'm like, that's, they don't even want to take me in with the fucking. That shit's scary, man. I don't, y'all. I mean, people love him, but like, I don't know how he got into office. All this stuff that's going on around him, it just seems like I don't know. And but all the stuff, I still don't know how he got in office either because all of the stuff that he's done in the past. Like y'all have receipts for all of that shit. But you know what's crazy? Still, they don't care about it. Don't they? Don't care about that. They will care about it in another candidate. But girl, don't these white women, men, they love that. This is like you have receipts. Right Touch on, grab my kids, grab my daughters by they um by they vagina, grab them. But all, all assault my wife. All Trump represents is the toxic masculinity that we see every day. They just happen to elect it to the president. I just don't get it, child. Like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Because it's just like, they know good and damn well. That's if somebody grabbed their daughter. That's like why a lot of white men voted for Trump. Because they represent exactly what the fuck. He represents exactly what they are. And that mean, and I, I know like men at my job and stuff like that who voted for Trump. And I'm just looking at them like, so I know who you are. Let me tell you something. I will. I'm just now getting to the point where I can, I guess, be cordial with a Trump voter and supporter. I guess I don't really. It was that deep for you? Yeah, girl. I can't because to me, to me, even if you didn't identify with like him as a person or whatever, you just wanted change. You wanted different. To me, it was oh, you felt like it was okay for him to be oppressive to people that look like me. Or to immigrants or whatever like that. So in my eyes, it's just kind of just like you ain't no better than him. So you a racist, and even if you're not a racist, it's you can you okay with him being the way that he is, and that means that you got some already knew, We already knew that though. So I, I, it's it, it's crazy to me that it took for Trump 
and and for people to realize that the people who were voting for Trump were either undercover racist or something like that. Like I, I didn't need Trump to figure that out. Like, I mean, I we, knew, knew that. we knew that there were. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess what it is is just like and I knew that people were racist. Mm-hmm. I knew people were racist. I knew that racism existed. I knew that racists were out there. I guess that I felt like Trump put a spotlight on that. And people were able to come out of the closet and be real open and honest with their racism. Well, don't, don't let your racism get you knocked the hell out. That's all I'm saying. Let's move on from the from the deepness. Let's um jump into some um fun. Um, who would you rather, Idris Elba? Or call, what's what's Kofi? Kofi. What's his last name? I don't care. I'm calling. It, I can't pronounce it. Yeah, it's, it starts with it's Kofi. So uh, which one? Idris. Both. Idris. <laughs> don't get me wrong. They both fine, finer than fine. But Idris comes with a type one. of a different type of experience. I, I think so too. I think Idris too, only because have y'all seen his back? Oh God! How you know his back strong? He is a man of a particular age. He old. Nah, he works out. He's Let still old. Something. Idris has always been fine. Uh, I mean, he ever was, since the girl, I can't even watch The Wire now without shivering when he come on the screen. Woo! He's like, oh, but it's, God, with Idris, like you said, from the rooter to the tooth. Idris is like his his melanin, like his skin, like. Oh, he just looks like I don't know if he has a softer skin, but it just looks like if I go over the and I touch his touch his skin like this, like it's it just, just be, be so soft. Yes, it just I don't know. He's just, he is everything. He's fine. I think I'm gonna have to go with Idris too, even though Kofi and got them girls trip when he looked at uh old girl from the balcony. Like he was ready. I he was, was ready. like uh he fine. He, he been so he been fine. MIA. He must be working. I ain't seen him on my DVD lately. That damn Idris. It's nothing that he can do wrong. When they put him in Beast of No Nation and they tried to make him look ugly, it was a fail. You can't make him look ugly. Nah, you can't. Even like, I love his accent too. And seeing him like, he does a lot of, um, like, you know, he does acting and stuff, but he also does, does a lot of voiceovers in like movies and stuff like that. And it's like, I can be watching, even in like cartoons that like movie, you know, animation that we've seen with our kids. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I already know who that is. <laughs> I'm like, that's Idris Elba. Then I like Google it and like see who the character is, the voice is up. I'm like, yeah, I knew it. And the way that voice sound, even coming through a damn animation is just. He's so fun. He's just, he's just, just great. But, um, okay. So, fine. Next question. Would you rather have a threesome or open relationship? Neither. Neither? But if you had to choose one, this ain't no neither. I didn't ask neither. If you had to choose one. Open relationship. I'm not mature with either one of them. Y'all have to have understand to my maturity. It. I don't have to do have but you, No, this is not about your maturity. Y'all have to And you don't have it. no no chance. You can't choose neither. Either you have to choose a threesome okay, or think about open like relationship. This. A threesome. It would have to be another woman, right? Cause I'm not doing with two men, okay? It would have to be another woman. You don't want to train? No. <laughs> oh, you want to train? You want to train with Kofi and Idris? Oh, okay. Okay, look. Okay, no. So it would have to be another woman, right? And then on top of that, it would just be like, I feel like it would be a competition. Why? Wow. Cause you're not gonna be out performing me with my man. 
And it's, I, I don't know. But then with an open relationship, I don't think that I can handle that emotionally. I can't, I know that I can't handle that emotionally. So maybe, I guess I would have to choose a threesome. Maybe. But both of them are bad. Why? I mean, I just, I don't, I don't, because I can't handle either one of them. I'm not equipped, okay? Y'all, I, I, some of y'all are probably forward, progressive thinkers with your heart and with your mind. Your girl is not there yet. I'm just not there. For me, I think I, I think I would choose a threesome, but for my selfishness, I would choose an open relationship. Yeah, but, like, how does that work? Like, I would have to have an open relationship as well. I could not do a threesome. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do either one. Like, an open I can't relationship. feel like, I can't, like you said, it's selfish. Like, I can't feel like I'm sharing your ass. Like, when you're in a threesome, that's what you're doing. But you're sharing yourself with another person in an open relationship. Your man is sharing himself with somebody else. And you I are, am too. And I am I said, too. So oh, it's no. like, but what's the point? It's not, it's, I hey, feel like I have more control. It seems like I would have more control over <laughs> being in an open relationship than having a threesome. Yeah. Cause then I get to have fun. Too. I mean, I don't, mm. I would say I would say threesome because then it's like because people who've had threesome threesomes they told me that it's all about what his woman wants that you have to do basically what what she wants like she's in charge of it or whatever, and so it makes you like the dominant situation if you're in a threesome. Um, but then I'm like for an open relationship because I can fulfill my desires of sleeping with somebody else too. But then it's like you still can do that in a, in a threesome because you can have the threesome any way you want it. I guess. I just, I don't know. I'm like, don't be touching my man. Get out the bed. Bye. Yes, See, you're right. that's, the, that's, the, that's where we at. That's where we at. Don't touch him. Don't touch me. To Bye. a bisexual man. But not, but not a threesome. <laughs> because in my mind... It's like I'm monogamous with this bisexual man. It's monogamy for me. You so can't it's be like, monogamous with no bisexual man. He bisexual. But it don't so mean he have desires see, that's, but that's for my, something else. But this is my thing. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Just because you... Let me ask you a question. Since you had a heterosexual, right? Mm-hmm. If you in a relationship, right? Does that mean that you stop being attracted to other men? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? So what's the difference? So if he's saying that he's just attracted and he's not acting. No, no. On it? What I'm saying is that just because you bisexual don't mean that you have to act on urges that you have to sleep with another man, or if you're with a man to sleep with another woman. You do it all the time. If you're in a relationship with somebody, I'm married. I find other men attractive, but it don't mean I'm gonna go out and sleep with them. True, true, true. true, true, true. I mean, I mean, to me, it's just the same thing. <sighs> okay, moving on. Can you have sex with no strings attached? Nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can. I can. That's I've easy. done it. Done it before. Yeah, like, like, I don't... You do... So why maybe, like you maybe one time, but after that... Why, but why can't you? Because I, I, I'm emotional. Feelings start to stir. Mm-mm. I'd rather not. I know mm-hmm. me. I know me. I'm glad you know yourself. I, I, just, uh, I just know me. Trying to do that in my youth... Wasn't successful. Was not successful. So I know. Um, maybe once or twice. But after that, I know. Younger, younger, maybe not. But in the age that you are now, I know you're married. When the age that you are now, I think it would be easier for you to do it because you're only trying to fulfill one thing. Maybe. I, I haven't thought about it as Which like is older. what? <laughs> like, I just feel like in my younger days and still in my <laughs> prime that I'm in now, like, I feel like it's still possible. Like, you just, 
you just have to know, like you had, like you said, you have to know yourself, and then you also have to know what you want out of whatever it is. But it also, person. I guess it has to be one of those types of things where it's just like, if we gonna do this, no dates, no talking about life, no Netflix and chilling, no. no it's all about it's all about an understanding. It's either yeah. we gonna do this and I'm out because all that other stuff. But I feel like the muddy the water. But I feel like I you think, can. I think like one thing my grandma told me, she said, ain't nothing. There's nothing better than understanding. If you and somebody have understanding that you know them, you know what they want. They know you. They know what you want. You can never screw it. Screw it for something else because everybody has understanding. They know where they are. That's why even if in a, just a sexual relationship is important to communicate so you can know what that person wants, where they at. They can know what you want, where you at. And that's how you have that type of relationship with you ain't catch no fins, there's no strings attached. I'm horny at 3 a.m. You are too. Let's get up and do this and you take your ass home. Like <laughs> it can be done. <laughs> and I just maybe like I said, maybe because any anytime that you weren't make ever tried to have that you were younger and now you married. So it's just like you like I couldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm single. So I can assist that it can be done. <laughs> it definitely can be done. <laughs> Um, well, I'm not single, but I know you can't be doing. Okay. So, final question: Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? How would you teach your kids about sex? I teach them where they at. Where they at? Caleb. What I hate to say his name. My son knows about his penis and his te- testicles. He knows the proper name for them. <laughs> And when he points to my stuff, I call it what it is. Sex don't have to all be about penetration. Mm -hmm. Sexuality is all types of things. Talking about the parts and what they do, all that stuff. So my son knows he has a penis and he has testicles. Does he know what his penis does and what his testicles are for? No, he does not. Not But at least, not yet, but at least where he's at. At three years old, he knows that he has those in the proper name for them. Mm-hmm. So when I say, where are your testicles? He points to them. Where is your penis? He points to them. Even though how he says penis is so cute. Mm. He'd be like, penis. Mm. But he knows. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, he knows. Yeah, I just feel like being honest with your kids is the key. And just, you know, telling them, like you said, what it is. Like, my kids know at an early age, they know... Like their, I remember one time their grandmother was like, "You know, you need to wash your boo boo or wash your butt." I'm like, "No, that's your vagina." Mm. And they're like, "You know," and she's like, "Who told them that word?" I said, "I did." They need to know. They're my kids, so mm. yeah, like, so they know what a vagina is. And I have a six year old; she's about to be seven. And I mean, they know where babies come out of. They don't know how the babies get there yet because it's not that time to tell them. But they know that. Most babies come out of their mom's vagina, you know, even though at first she thought it was a little disgusting because when I told her that she came out of my vagina, she said that, ooh, I must have been dirty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I was like, okay, that's what you think about my vagina. It's dirty, but whatever. But, you know, like they know those types of things. And I've always been that parent and I'm. Like, I'm that person, too, that I've always been. I'm very open and honest about things. So, I just feel like that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. When it comes time to talking to your kids about things, it's being open and honest. And so, how would you approach a situation if 
you're you're out with your kid or something, and they see uh, I guess transgender, just like a man dressed in drag or something. I kid you not. I was just at um Sedalia. We go to Sedalia a lot um to eat, and so we're in Sedalia, and it is this woman who is like you know it looks like she's in the transitioning right Mm -hmm. so it still kind of looks like a man still kind of looks a woman and so i have both of my kids which they're girls with me and then there's this other black lady that's like behind us waiting for her order to be taken and kylie oh i didn't mean to say her name but yeah she's like mommy loud mommy i'm i'm confused is that a girl or a boy (laughs) and she says it so loud that the person that's taking our order like he or she, I don't know, was looking and I was like I was like, Kylie, um, what do you want? Like I was just trying to like ignore her, right? They're gonna so keep asking. She and that's what she did. She kept on asking. So we went down because we have to wait for like, like if you're getting a to go order, you have to wait till it's like boxed up. So we were sitting down and so the black lady who um saw us and she heard Kylie too so and I was sitting there trying to get because we were away from the cash register so I was sitting there trying to tell Kylie like look when we're in there you have to be a little more quieter I was like we will talk about this later but you can't just be saying stuff like out loud like that and then the black lady that was like behind us she was like well you know you can't get mad at her for asking she just wanted to know. I want to know too. I mean, this is like the lady sat there and like gave me this whole like lecture about like it's okay that she was loud and she asked. It's not okay because <laughs> see, this is the thing. As and an I adult, was, she was just like, and I was just sitting there like, mm-hmm, okay, lady, but it's like something like I'm not. I wasn't like prepared to have. I just. I feel like my res- my response would have been if my child asked me that loudly. If I would have said. They're whatever they want to be, and then right. probably explained it to them more well, see, later. As but giving, but like, like ignoring her is like she can't keep asking. So giving her a response that was appropriate at the time, and but then you could expound upon it later. I feel some type of way about that adult because she know better. It ain't like you know. Don't play with me. Adults can look at people and tell. I can. There is a there is a woman, and um, I can tell that she's trans. And if she wants to transition to a woman and wants to be acknowledged as a she, I can do that. I see them in food line every day or whenever I'm there with a the wig on, and I can tell that it's a man. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna be like, sir. When it's so clear what they're trying, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that woman was disrespectful. Yeah. Now, as far as a child, I don't, I don't, I would try to give them like whatever they want to be, and then kind of go from there. But it's almost just kind of just like you got to meet kids where they at. Yeah. They not gonna understand a whole long definition of trans, right. or whatever. They not gonna get that. So it's just like you got to meet them where they at. Well, when we got in the car, I mean that's kind of like what we talked about, and because my children are very, they're very outspoken. And they say whatever's on their mind. And we've had other instances when they see things. And like when the girl, you know, she got stabbed um, in Compton, Mia. Mm-hmm. When she had got stabbed. And my kids, like, we watch news and stuff like that. So I remember her getting stabbed. And every day my older child was asking me, have they found the man yet? And then after that happened... We had a conversation about it and everything. And I remember after it happened, like a couple days, some white man opened the door for us as we were going into the store or something. And she said, 
loud. Well, I guess that was a nice, that's a nice white man. I guess he's nice because he opened the door for Why me. Why you letting babies watch the news? And so, <laughs> I don't even, and, and, so, and so, it's just like certain things like that, that, you know, that she notices or that my other one notices. And then they're very vocal about it. And they say these things, you know, out loud. It's not like, mama, that man must be nice nice white man. It's like, oh, he must have been a nice white man that, that he opened the door for us, you know? <laughs> Wait, what did the white man do? He just, his eyes got big and then he just smiled. <laughs> and then she was just like, isn't he a nice, He, he isn't he nice? Like, he, and I was just like, yeah, that was a nice thing. Men should open doors for women, you know? Anyways. Mm-hmm. But it's just like those things, like, you can't help and then, like, the way they view the world, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have some, as parents, we have some ways of form that we shape those. But then, too, we have to remember, they're their own person as well. And the way they view things and the way that they're going through life is totally different than how we view things and how we're going through life. So, you know, just we just got to respect that as well. I don't know, man. I just, I just want to be, I just want to teach my son that he needs to be. Tolerant and just be a good person. Just be a just be a decent human being. How about that? Mm-hmm. Start there. Right. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. Stick up for folks you feel like you need to stick up for when you feel like you need to do it. Don't hate somebody because of their skin color. Right. None of that. Like it's just. I mean, we just got to start there. Growing up, I mean, hell, it's gonna be tough trying to teach these kids about racism and police and all this foolishness. I mean, most definitely. I, I'm not a parent, so it's just like some conversation. I'm just like, I don't know how I would do it. Sexuality, I think I would, I would be pretty good at. Not good at it, but more, I could be open with it. Because I knew how, I knew it was like as a kid that my parent wouldn't be open mm-hmm. with sexuality with me. So I wouldn't try to take that away. And I'm still waiting for my mama to tell me the birds and the bees story. Not because I need it, but because I want to know what happened. But, <clears throat> yeah. Still waiting for my parents to say <laughs> I won't ever get it. My I kid, mean, they already. I, I mean, really, I just want to know: like, is it a real, like, is it actually a real story to it? Is just called the birds and the bees, and I just tell you about sex. Like, is there? I wonder why they call it the birds and the bees. Yeah, I don't know why they call it the birds and the bees, but my parents—I had very open parents, and I had—I had a sister. One of my oldest sisters had a baby when she was in ninth grade, and so. That was all I needed to know, like, as far as everything is well. Like, I think she was, like, my teachable moment for my parents. Did they tell you anything? At that time. Or they was just like, she pregnant, don't do this. Let me say no, they talked to me. No, they talked to me about it because, and she also talked to me about it. You know, as me being her little sister, because the the way my parents found out that she was pregnant is because I overheard a conversation you told that she was having. I shown us did, and so I, I told she whooped your ass. No, she didn't, but she got me back like years later when I was in college. So, and she told something to my parents that she I did. Go, go, and go. so, um, but yeah, so I. Like she, I told my parents that she was pregnant because I overheard a conversation she was having with her friends, but I didn't tell them because like, I was like, oh my God, she's pregnant. Like I was really concerned. Like what if she falls out? What if she's not, you know, I was concerned about like her health. How old were you? Um, she was in ninth grade. So she was what? 
13, 14, and we're four years apart. So I was probably like, what? Rude! Yeah. So I was young, and so I was scared. And so I just remember after that happened, like her talking to me and my mom and my dad telling me, like, and she always said that it was her first time. You know, like the first time she had sex with a guy and, you know, they talked about everything and that's what happened after the first time. I mean, and she's, my niece is what, 20 now? And she's still sticking to her story that it was like, Maybe it was. Tells, when she tells the story, it's still, she says the first time she had sex. So I just knew like, I was like, oh my God, the first time that you have sex, this could happen. And I mean, like, I was, I lived on that for a long time. Like, I was damn near, like, I was about to go to college when, like, I lost my virginity because I was so afraid, like, oh my fucking God, if I have sex, I'm going to get pregnant. You know what, but you know what's crazy though? Like, a similar situation happened to my sibling. And I just remember at the age of, like, 17, my mom was just like, let's go down here and get all this stuff done for you. And I was like, I was on birth control before I was even doing anything. Did you, did she tell you why? Or she just said, let's go down. I just remember what happened. Mm-hmm. And I, and I kind of put two and two together. I knew exactly what it was. So it was just like, she didn't want to have one of those same situations. So I, I, I feel like she was mad though. Cause she was like, you're going to have to go down here and do this. The crazy thing is my mom, she never, she never talked to me about sex or anything like that. But I do remember her making me go to the doctor and get on birth control. Mm-hmm. She was like, we not having no kids. And the doc, the doctor asked me all those questions. Like, where are you having sex? And I'm just like, no. What is sex? Yeah. Like <laughs> she was like, you have sex? I was like, no. And, and she was like, well, do you, she's like, do you feel uncomfortable? And I'm just like, I'm a kid. I, my mom didn't even come in the room. You know how they can't want to come in the room? They can't. They wouldn't let my mom back there. They were like, she of age. I think you had to be 16, 17. Yeah, they don't let the parents they come in Your mama had to be better. Yeah, because they want to talk. They want to build that rapport with you that you can come and talk to them about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think it has like, more to do with HIPAA. Know. I don't know. Like, I was just, like, I was like, no. But, like, when she was asking stuff, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Really? I just feel like when it comes to, you know how they say, like, sex education. You know, you have to sign the paper for your kid to be able to take sex education and whatnot. Which I think is so stupid. But that's neither <laughs> and I was there. about to say, I feel like it is... It's not, like, the real deal. You know what I'm saying? It really doesn't tell you... I mean, it tells you the basis of everything, but it's not, like, a detail. That's why it's important as parents to tell your kids. And as I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, I have a... She'll be seven in two months. Your old daughter, who is coming into herself, like, even her body... She's a dancer, so her body has changed anyways. But her body is changing into, you know, it's... Things are developing and stuff, and it's kind of like, but I've been trying to figure out, like, like when am I going to have this conversation with her? And you know what's crazy to me is that people are so afraid of having, like, sex, and I'm just like, I don't even remember talking about sex in my sex ed class. I remember talking about penis, Mm -hmm. the organ, the parts of the penis, 
Like the testicles, vas deferens, all that. Sh I remember talking about that, and I remember talking about my uterus, my uh, my ovaries, the fallopian tubes. Teach you about your period. Body. Like I feel like they would teach me about my body. I don't remember mm -hmm. once I'm talking out talking intercourse about ever. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they ever talked about intercourse either. It was all about. The so I'm just like, so why don't they want people to teach sex ed? Because when I got it, that's all I got. It wasn't until I got to like college that it got deeper as far as just like human. Um, like they, they what was want, it? Human sexuality? I took that. Like, all these parents, it's like they don't want somebody else to teach their kids about sex. But hell, y'all motherfuckers ain't even teaching them about sex. So, who do you want to teach them? Who gonna teach them? I'd rather it be me or the school. I don't want it to be from their little friends. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no. Tell them wrong information. But I feel like, too, just hearing people talk or like, you know, hearing your friends talk, I feel like. Um, mothers or dads teach their sons more about sex than they do. I don't even want to think about it. I think they teach the I men. My mom definitely told me when I was like, "Oh, can I come in here?" She was like, "No." Yeah, you I think they did not even stand by the door. You was by that door, weren't you? I was trying to hear like a bitch. I you was standing by that door, weren't you? Room whispering, okay? <laughs> like. <laughs> And so I asked him, I'm like, well, what'd she say? Did he tell you? <laughs> no. He tell me. <laughs> I was, who knows? You asked him, he probably like, she ain't really say nothing to help me, so. He probably already was doing it, no, I'm just I think our kids are privileged to have parents like us because. They are more open. Our parents, they was really. really I want to meet somebody who our age, who parents was like. Yeah, my mama told me everything. You know what's crazy? And I just, it just blew my mind. And this is random. But um, I be watching. Dang, that should have been another question about guilty pleasures. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm such a nerd in, the, in my all time. But no, I was watching, was it Seth? Late night with Seth? Anyway, Captain America, mm -hmm. the dude who played him, Chris Evans, was talking about the relationship that he had with his mom and how he was able to come back and tell his mom the first time that he had sex. Mm -hmm. And they had a discussion about it. He said it wasn't. And I was just like... Yo, real talk, if I came back and told my mom the first time I had sex, like, I think she might have would have punched me in my chest. See, real and talk. that's the thing, like, like with my parents, life. with my, like, with my parents and with my mom and with my dad, like, like I said, they were very open about everything. And I remember the first time, like, I told my mom when I had sex because she was sitting there, she was, like, bragging, she was having a conversation with me, and she was talking, I guess she was talking to one of her girlfriends, maybe, like, that day or something, and she was like, yeah, I was telling her that you are such a good girl, like, you know what I'm saying, like, whatever, whatever, and I was just sitting there looking at my mama, like, and then I was just like, mom, I had sex already. And she was like, what? You I did? I was like, you did? It was like, <laughs> like the way my, my mama's voice is like very like, she talks very slow and low. So she was like, what? You did? And I was like, yeah, I already did it. And she was like, with who? And I told her, I don't even know, like the, the type of relationship that I had with my parents. Like I really told my mama, I was like, guess. And she was like, she guessed the person. And I said, no. And then I told her who it was, and you know what the first thing she told me? She said, "Ew, that's nasty." <laughs> and she was like, she was like, we. And then we talked about like, you know, she was like, "Well, we're gonna schedule you an appointment, you know, for you to get on birth control or whatever." And then she was just like, you know, I just feel like this is something like you shouldn't be doing. I'm gonna tell you not to do it again, but I mean. 
Like, what can I do? I can't protect you from this here. So, you know, it's whatever. And I mean, like, it was it was just like that. Like, it was just so, like, you know, and that's how it's always been. Like, I never had a curfew, like, coming up. It was just always, like, you know what time, you know when it's too late to come home. That was my curfew. You know it. And, I mean, I tried one time. I think I was, like, I just turned 15. And I came home at, like, 5 o'clock or something. And then they were, like, now you knew better. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't never like my parents were never like this is as a like as a teenager they were like you have to be home at this time. Da, 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 da. And I mean that's just the type of relationship we had and we were very open, you know. And I mean it was it was good. And I mean I feel like as me going into college, when I look at some of my like roommates or my friends that I had in college who didn't who were like sheltered children who didn't have their parents didn't let them do things or experience things and when they got to college they lost their damn mind Mm -hmm. but i mean even like i don't know like i don't feel like i was sheltered but my parents were strict but i don't feel like i wowed out and like i didn't feel like i did anything crazier than any other folks you know what i'm saying like i ain't have like no wild weekend of just sex with all these different people and i i ain't do nothing like that but like i don't know like my parents were kind of sheltered with me and like i feel like I appreciate it now. I didn't back then. I appreciate it now because I didn't go to jail. I didn't have any kids back then. I didn't do anything too crazy. So, I mean, because I was afraid of what they might say or what they might do. And But I don't want my son. I want him. He needs structure. So, I hope he know that if he miss curfew, I'm taking them keys. I hope he know that. <laughs> I hope he know that he gonna, it's going to be some type of repercussion for that. But I also want him to feel comfortable to be like, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I did. This is what happened. Like, I want him. That's the one thing that I really, really hope for him is that we have the type of relationship that I didn't have with my parents. And the fact that he can come and talk to me and his dad about pretty much anything. And it won't be like. But I feel like that also starts from the beginning. Like you, like you said, you telling him whatever, whatever, and feeling comfortable. You have to start that stuff from the beginning and build those relationships with your children. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you talking to them, you can't be like, oh my God. What happened? Are you going to tell me? Tell me now. Mm. I just want him to be like... You know, it's like, you have to be like, look, and as a teacher, that's how I talk to my students. Like, if I feel like one of my students is getting harmed at home and, you know, some stuff not right in their home life, like, that's how I talk to them. I talk to them just like I'd be talking to anybody else without cuss words, because I do cuss a lot. But I'm like, look, what's going on? Like, I know something is something ain't right. And I tell them, like, you know, I love you and I care about you. So, like, what's going on? And they'll sit there and they'll be like, and then they tell me, like, because have, you have to build that rapport mm-hmm. and those relationships with your children or whoever so they can feel comfortable and talk to you. Yeah. Good talk from the parents. Good talk. Girl, it's a struggle. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Girl, it's a, um, I have a shirt. I have a shirt um, that says, motherhood i need to get a new one because i wear it's like my saturday shirt when i'm with my kids but it says motherhood instructions not included because it's not you just play it by ear and trying to figure it out keep going and some days are better than others i'm still trying to figure it out i don't know what i'm doing i've got little people walking around and we don't i don't know what i'm doing i'm just hoping that you know the end result or well you know it's it's good that there are good people that they are. Well, I just want him to be decent. I just a decent human being that makes good choices, and I hope that I don't ruin him. Yeah. Listen, shout out to y'all kids. Um, to wrap it up, 
wrap, 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 wrap it up, wrap. I think I just made that up. You did. Never that's not. That's not a song. Nah. I usually try to do things that have songs in it. Yeah. But anyway, are we gonna give any self care today before we peace out? Yes, we we can stick to that. I don't know if some of y'all follow me, Dovecat, on Instagram, but I post in Snapchat, and I posted a video about taking time for work. And in that video, I was basically saying, if you got time, you should take it, mm -hmm. especially if it's not going to roll over to the next year, because I gave you an example. I was just like, I had, I'm taking time from work now because I didn't take enough during the year. So I got at least, I got at least uh, almost like a whole week of time that I got to take. Yeah, that's so far. Cause I, I'd be trying to, to get, take off work and do something. I know, but I, she I don't. She never does anything. And then, and then oh, don't do this. Not when I'm trying to get my self care. <laughs> Especially when you were late. Your point is invalid. So now let me continue. But then I was, and then I took my first sick day because I had kind of had to, cause I was contagious. And it was just like, this was my first sick day of the year. And that's not to say I don't get sick. Because my ass be sick. But I just kind of trying to push through. And I'm just like, I'm going to stop doing that. Because this same company, if something were to happen to me, they're going to replace me with somebody else. So it's just like, what's the point? So I'm like, if I'm sick, I'm taking it. If you sick, take a sick day. If you got vacation time, take it. Even if you don't have vacation, take a mental health day. Do that for yourself. And that's my self-care tip. What's, what's, what's good, Miley? <laughs> Coco B, got self-care tip for this week. My self-care tip this week would be to, it's okay sometimes to say no. Mm. Mm. It's pretty good. Um, it's powerful. When people ask you to do, like, I have a hard time saying no to people. And, like, if you know me, like, I'm a very, I guess, nurturing person. I've always been, like, even with my friends, they've always been, like, you're going to be a great housewife. Like, you know, just like stuff like that. So it's hard for me to say no into when it's like somebody needs help with something or, you know, they need X, Y, and Z, maybe even move or just like little things or ask me to do something at work for them. It's hard for me to say no, but I notice with me saying um, yes all the time mm -hmm. that I end up, you know, being like, like I said, booked and busy, mm -hmm. and like, like Dove Cat said, not taking time out for myself because I'm always making sure and taking care of everybody else. So I would just say it's okay to say no sometimes, and I'm learning and I'm working on learning how to tell people like, no, I can't do this. Like, no, I this time right here is not good. Like, I a lot of the times I look at my calendar and. I overbook myself mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh my God, at this time, Oh shoot. I have something else to do, you know? So yeah, it's okay to say no y'all. Mm -hmm. My self care tip is going to be get some sleep. I know that they try to tell y'all to sleep when y'all die, but let me tell you something. <laughs> you better take your ass to sleep. I don't care how, however many hours you need. Everybody got a certain amount of hours that they need. They say eight, but some people be like, I can get it done in six. Get up, figure whatever is your amount of hours that you need some sleep in. All I'm saying is get some sleep because that helps you reach your goals. That helps you have good days. Mm -hmm. That helps with your health and everything. So get you some sleep while you're here on earth. That's all I got to say. Mm. 
But that's it for this week's of BGPOV. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. Can Google, you? Can we? Yeah, we can. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Google and. <laughs> Oh, where is it? iPhone podcast? iTunes. Yeah, iPod. I mean, Apple podcast. Whatever, whatever you do, like Apple users do. We don't know. Um, I do. <laughs> you a hater. <laughs> um, and this is your girl, B. Nicole, 24. Dovecat. Coco B. And we are signing out. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, y'all. Boop. Okay. I'm on the bed.